Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Dr. Neela, Chief Medical Officer of Janu. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Alex Tiersch, and this is the AmSpa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. Uh, we are very grateful and excited to be welcome, welcoming today Dr. Neela, and that is all she goes by, which you will find out in the future. That is that is her one and only name, and she needs no other name. But she is one of the co-founders, and she is a, a practicing pediatrician of Janu, which is a uh, scrubs company, among other things. Um, Dr. Neela, thank you so, so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. No, I'm I'm super excited. I, I we were chatting bef- before we jumped on. Um, I was looking a little bit into 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 your company, which I which I knew a little bit about, um, and I didn't put two and two together with the face mask that Barack Obama was wearing, and then that was you guys. That was awesome. How'd you how'd you swing that? You know, I think that was a, a whole lot of luck and a, and a lot of good karma, and yeah. hopefully. All the good that we've put out in the world came back. Um, that was, certainly was one of the highlights of, of COVID for me as well, seeing that. Um, that was pretty but cool. Yeah, it was just, you know, the masks speak for themselves and yeah. they just got in the right hands. And it was a really kind of blessed moment for the company. That for was cool. Sure. So um, you make, obviously, medical-grade uh, uniforms, I think is what you say on your website, and that includes scrubs, and, and that's a, a big area for us in the aesthetic industry. In fact, there's, there's not too many um, you know, scrubs makers in, in, in this industry, and I, I would love to get started off, first of all, by, by having you just tell us a little bit about um, you know, just maybe a 60-second version of, of, of kind of what you do and what your, like what your why is. Like, why are you, um, why'd you get into the into the medical uniform business because you've got a, a very interesting background um, and it's I, I find your story very fascinating so I'd love to hear a little bit more about it absolutely so you know my why I um, I've always been a fashionista at heart I mean just it's it's in my blood since birth um, when I started medical school. You know, I was the person that was wearing high heels at eight in the morning. Um, <laughs> I was a huge Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the City girl. Um, I was, you know, at the right age. I was in my 20s. And, um, you know, when you start your third year of medical school, it's uh, what we call in-house. So mm-hmm. you start clinical rotations. And uh, my very first rotation was ear, nose, and throat at UCLA. Uh, they said, you're going to meet us in the OR at 5 a.m. and you need to wear scrubs. And I said, okay, well, I don't have any. They said, oh, don't worry. Just head down to the vending machine yeah. and grab a pair, um, which immediately caused me anxiety that at any time you're buying anything or grabbing anything out of a vending machine is not very promising. Um, they handed me a pair of just drab blue unisex scrubs. Just the sheer fact that they were unisex really bothered me. <laughs> uh, they were, you know, 10 sizes too big. Um I had them tied up, you know, as high as they would go. And, you know, I immediately just felt drab. I felt like my identity was lost. I felt like almost like a minion and not a good way. And I thought to myself, how are we supposed to be giving great care to people and to be, you know, servicing people in this beautiful way if we ourselves are being lost in the mix um, and made to feel like robots? And Hmm. that was the start of me thinking, okay, there's more for us out there. And I know there are many female um, healthcare professionals that feel the same way. And that's really how the idea started. 
Well, no, that's I mean that's that's fascinating. Um, I'm I'm curious. There's a there's a I mean there's probably lots of of physicians who feel that way when they're putting on scrubs for the first time when they're when they're I know exactly the vending machines you're getting you're you're talking about. Um, it's it's a um, it's one thing to have that thought. It's another thing when you have a full time job as a as a pediatrician to then say you know what I'm just going to go ahead and launch a brand new company. I mean, that's kind of, um, that's something that a lot of folks in your position wouldn't, wouldn't think of doing there, And there are a lot of entrepreneurs in medicine, but most of them are putting their own practices. So what was the impetus there? I mean, that's a huge step. And obviously there's so much that goes into that. I assume you were already pretty busy as it was. So, um, talk about that a little bit. Definitely. Um, you know, like every good thing in life, it comes in baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I started by making my own scrubs and getting the permission from the hospital to do so, which they were very, very supportive of. Um, and I love UCLA for that. Uh, my very best friend from kindergarten was a seamstress. We made a trip to downtown and she literally made me scrubs. Um, it was based off a really great pair of pants that I had and a really great pair of a really great top. Uh, she happened to monogram them for me with a big N in the front, just like Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was sort of a thing. Um, I started getting stopped in the hallways, right and left. Where did you get those? Where did you get those? That I think was really when I knew that there was a space for something like that, where people did want to feel beautiful and that it wasn't just about being figure flattering. It was about being able to be expressive in medical apparel, which had really frankly never existed. Um, and if it did, it was something that I didn't relate to. It was care bears. Um, and no, and no right. problem with that for the Kittens. people that love that. That just wasn't my design aesthetic. And that wasn't what I wanted. I didn't want to wear rainbows in the morning. I want, I was wearing, um, you know, Gucci <laughs> and Prada and I wanted to wear that. Um, and I felt like, that was really the start to say, okay, there is room for this in the industry. Um, all hats off to my little brother. And I call my baby brother, even though he's not a baby anymore, but he's going to always be my baby Mm -hmm. brother. But he, the timing was perfect. He happened to be graduating from university of Chicago. He just received his MBA and he was looking for something more. Mm -hmm. He had worked in, you know, aspects of, finance that honestly really didn't give him joy. Right. And the one blessing that I've always had being in medicine is medicine brings me joy. I love being able to help people. And I read so much about people feeling like they don't have purpose in this world. I've never felt like that being a physician. I've always felt like I've had purpose, but he didn't have that. So he said, I can help. And I will tell you if it wasn't for him and his insight and just to say, okay, this is what needs to be done. It probably never would have happened. Mm -hmm. It was, like I said, a lot of luck Mm -hmm. and a lot of good karma, hopefully that we've put out in the universe over the course of the last 40 years. Um, but that was sort of how the idea was started. And, um, you know, like I said, a lot of baby steps and a lot of giant leaps and a lot of faith to get us kind of where we are today. That's awesome. Um, and it's, it's, it's so true. There's always, there's, there's always luck. Um, but, um, you also have to have the wherewithal to notice those opportunities and then, you know, the courage and the, the risk tolerance, for lack of a better word, to, to take advantage of them. Um, I wonder, um, had, had your brother not been 
in business school and graduating, kind of entering into that into that field. Would you think this would have even happened at all, or would or would uh, would you have gone out and got funding? Yeah, I do. I mean, awesome. Janu, though it wasn't named Janu, we didn't really have a name for it. it. Was really always my baby. It was always a thought that designer scrubs didn't exist and performance grade fabric didn't exist. I mean, even the scrubs that they handed me were, you know, half cotton, half poly, um, and they didn't move with the body. And I just knew that there was more. So yes, I'd love to believe that regardless that yeah. it would have happened and that I would have pushed through and found some way to make it come to life. Um, for anyone that knows me knows I am, I am a busy body. I have always been the kind of person that works out and eats healthy and meditates and journals and really tries to kind of live my life to the fullest. And once I have an idea and once I have that sort of moment that the universe is telling me that it's the right thing, I will push forward. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. When I met my husband, I knew from the very second that I met him that I wanted to to marry him. I really? pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed um, until I finally won him over. <laughs> and we've been together coming almost 20 years. So we'll, we'll definitely you know, have to I, dig into that on another podcast because I want to hear all about it. And trust me, cotton polyester, I know what you mean. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I do want, tell me about the, um, the name of, 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 of the company. Cause, um, you know, you can look it up and you can, you, you can, um, read about it and hear what it, hear what it means. And I'll let you describe that. But uh, again, that's something that, that, that came from, you know, from you and from your, your, your team, where did that come from? And what does that mean to you, Janu? So Janu is derived from the Hindi word, John, which means life. And, um, it basically sort of embodies the idea that we are trying to live our best life. And not only are we doing that in a way where we practice self-care and we put ourselves first, but we are also trying to create a better world. And um, we're trying to create a better life for those around us. And it it is something that I think really embodies the company in general. We are so mental health focused. We're so self-care focused. We really are advocating for the healthcare professional in every way, shape or form, but we're still really, you know, tied to our roots. We are first generation Indian Americans. Our parents um, were born and raised in India. They, they didn't come from, from, you know, money. They were, came from very modest backgrounds. My father was a refugee so when we thought about the name, it wasn't just what was going to catch. And believe me, many people said, there's too many vowels. It doesn't make sense. And, you know, an English word would be better. And we stuck to it saying, we've got to be true to our roots and who we are. <clears throat> so John means life. And we're just out here trying to, to live our best life. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I think it's I, I, I think if, if nothing else, you know, for, for those people who are who, who, who are interested, they're going to, they're going to ask questions about that. And it's going to allow you to tell your story. And, and on your website, there's, there's so much about mental health, about, um, kind of, you know, living your life, inner peace, being, being kind of happy. And, and, and I, I feel like that is something that is really missing nowadays in a lot of companies. So I was so excited when I saw that. Um, and it, it obviously means a lot to you. You've got a, a, a many different things. Um, and it was the, the, 
the hashtag uh, always always mind. I think it was was it called. Talk about that for a second. I do want to get into the actual scrubs, but I'm so fascinated by by by, by your company that I would love to hear more about that too. I love that, and thank you. Um, always mind came from the idea where healthcare professionals put themselves second, third, fourth, fifth on the list. We generally are givers. Yeah, we're generally very service oriented in general in our lives. Of course, that's going to draw us to a profession like healthcare. That being said, we don't prioritize self-care and the grueling hours, the shift work, the idea that we're giving, giving, giving and never filling our cup. And then you add a global pandemic onto that. And we thought to ourselves, most of the time, mental health is a never mind type thing. Never mind. Never mind. I'll be fine. Never mm-hmm. mind. And we thought, what yeah. if we change the dynamic and the rhetoric and the story to always mind, which is. I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to think about my, my, my own mental health. And if that means that I have to say no to somebody needing something, or that means that I have to say no to a family member that is having their 900th crisis, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of my own mental health and process the information and, and the stress of what I am dealing with on a daily basis. Me personally with COVID, it, it broke me. It broke me in a way that I never anticipated. My husband's a physician as well. Having the kids be home full time and distance learning. Mm -hmm. I usually pride myself on being a multitasker and doing it with a happy heart. But I hit my breaking point. And I thought, if I'm hitting my breaking point with all the resources that I have in front of me and the village of people that help me, imagine the, the single mom. Mm-hmm. Imagine the person that's struggling financially. Imagine the frontline workers and what they were seeing and not having anybody advocate for them. So we thought, let's be their voice. Let's create a conversation that is so often taboo in medicine, which is we are struggling. We have PTSD. We saw things during the front lines that we didn't ex- anticipate. We're dealing with again. We'll de- we're dealing with it again right now with right Delta. Now. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's something that's so often overlooked, and we at Janu are on a mission to change the dynamic and change the rhetoric in healthcare, and really just around the world that mental health matters and that. Yeah you don't have to push through and you don't have to never mind. You should always mind, especially so when it comes important. to your own mental health. Yeah, I think that's great. I really do. I think that's that's um, laudable for, for you to be focusing on. And it's not just, um, you know, it's focusing on it kind of out there. I mean, there are a lot of companies that say, oh, of course we care about it. And they, you know, they do things in their handbook or they, whatever, they give time off. Um, it seems like your core values are really driving your business, which, um I think is is much easier said than done, and and, and it looks like you you're, you're doing it. How important is that for you as you move forward in this journey? Because you know, being an entrepreneur and having to a business and being a having a job on the side and having kids and and God knows husbands do some crazy things. Um, what's the like? What is it that drives you? <laughs> That's another, you? Episode. That's That's another episode. We are going to have to. We'll have to have him on too. I want to get his side because right. Lord knows the men need a voice too. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Um, what I drives to, I, you? I, I scored. I scored and hit the jackpot with that. For sure. <laughs> um, I think being true to yourself and being true to your core is um, a lot of the reason that we've been successful. Uh, I think we are a brother sister team, um, which I can't tell you how many people told us that was a terrible idea. 
I can't tell you how many people said that we both needed to lawyer up and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? That was back in 2013 and look where we are. Um, We grew up together. My brother has had two kids since Johnny was started. I have seen my babies grow to preteens and tweens. So I think being true to who we are, being open and being honest with our communication and really kind of sacrificing, how do I say it? Not just financial gain at every crossroads. And believe me, there's been times that we could have done this and we could have done that, but it didn't seem true to us. And when we really kind of got on the radar was through our masks because our masks went viral and the masks came to life because we wanted to do something for the healthcare community during the pandemic. And I think it's just a beautiful, a beautiful thing that our company really made it to the next level because we were trying to do good. And um, I just think that's part of our, our kind of goes back to our religion and our culture and the idea of karma and the idea that what you give to the universe will come back to you. And we've never strayed from that since the beginning of the company. We have always held true to that. So that's awesome. I'm a believer and I just hope that, you know, as we continue to do good things, more good things will come. What marketing does Starbucks, Hilton, Sephora, and Allergan all have in common? How do they increase their revenue every year? How do they automate their customer retention? And how do they get consistent referrals? The answer may surprise you. Private Label Mobile Rewards. And that's exactly what we do for you at RepeatMD. We grow your high-margin cash-based services by building your own Private Label Mobile Rewards app. Just like Starbucks Rewards, but built for your aesthetic practice. Here are the results of our average client. 76% increase in patient visitation, a 21% increase in patient spend per visit, and a 44% increase in referrals. At RepeatMD, we believe your mission is to transform patients' lives, not stress over marketing. We've helped hundreds of aesthetic practices sell more of their high-margin services and treatments. Visit RepeatMD.com AMSPA to book a quick product demonstration. That's RepeatMD.com AMSPA. You'll receive 50% off towards your purchase for being a listener of Medical Spa Insider. Again, RepeatMD.com AMSPA. At AMSPA, we have a we have core values. One of our one of ours is uh, believe in uh, karma, and specifically corporate karma. And I truly believe in in business as in anything else. And 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 the reason I bring that up is that your story I think is resonates with me because um, I, and I tell this to, to young business owners all the time. It's like there there will be a time when you'll have to make a choice, and and it'll be. And the circumstances could be could be such where you know you need cash, you need money. There's thing you're struggling, or there's a specific you know vertical you want to get into, and something happens, and you have to make that choice about money um, or you know business versus you know what you're staying true, and that and that can be really really difficult. And I feel like once you get, but once you step over that line, and everything works out fine just for that moment it's really easy to go down that 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 road and once you're down that road it's tough to come back i feel like i agree i think i think that's true really for anything in life that if you are just looking for the quick fix right and the quick band-aid solution to anything whether it's your mental health or your marriage or your health goals or your children where it's just 
give a, do something quick that makes you feel good in the moment. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm learning as I get older, that doesn't last. And what really is meaningful and what really matters is human connection, giving back, being of self-service and trying to make the world better by not necessarily trying to, you know, kind of fatten up your checkbook, right? Because Again, money comes and money goes. People come and people go, but the people that are meant to stay, stay, yeah. and the good things that are coming to you are gonna come yeah. uh, if you if you hold tight and and stay true to who you are. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I feel like you know if you if you make bad deals or you you know screw people over, that's gonna eventually come back to get you one way or the other. It always does. It always it does. Always does. I agree. I believe I'm a true believer in karma. I've seen it happen over and over. Yeah, especially me too. World, me too. So let's. I I would love to get into you know your, your your brand as it relates to our industry and just kind of what you know what you're trying to do. You, first of all, you're still a, a practicing physician, right? I heard you you practice like Monday through Thursday or Wednesday or something like that. And and still, I still am eighty percent uh, at my practice. And wow. I've joked with my brother and everyone at Johnny that I'm never going to give up my practice. It's, uh, my heart and soul. It's the reason it's my reason for being, I, I love what I do. And first and foremost, I'm Dr. Neela and I will always be Dr. Neela first. Um, so yes, I, I am a practicing physician and I'm a certified lactation educator as well. So I spend a lot of time with new, new babies and new moms and then I also am a huge advocate for teen health and teen mental health. So I spent a lot of time with teens and having teaching them the things that I've learned about self-care and, and mental health and all yeah. those things that I'm passionate yeah. about. I mean, I don't know how you have enough time to, to do anything. This is, you've got, you're as, you're as busy as they come. But I always find that um, really successful people, and, and I use the term successful kind of in quotes because it can mean different things to different people, tend to just, they tend to have a full schedule, even if it's just, you know, even if it's, if it's just doing the things they love. So I, I um, so what is it about um, your, um, your brand, I don't know if you can hear my dogs barking in the back, that will continue to happen no. forever. Um, because we have so <laughs> many of them. I've got one of those myself. <laughs> um, w- what is it about your 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 brand that is that is different? Because there are a couple you know mega players in the uniform business which which are going out there. To, and, and, and I know you mentioned the fit and kind of you wanted it to be you know a little more you know tailored and good looking and all that. Um, but what is it that you're really trying to do specifically as it relates to um, the doctor and and you know and 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 and, and whether or the RN or whoever it is that, that that's out there? Um, why should they care more about what you guys are doing than what other folks are doing? It's a great question. I mean, I think first and foremost, there are no other scrub companies that was that that is or was founded by a physician or for that matter, anyone in healthcare. Mm -hmm. So just the idea that there is a practicing doctor that is literally wearing those scrubs um, behind the company. And I just it's almost the idea of like for us, by us, that if you have something that someone that's on the ground, that's on the front lines, that's working and seeing COVID every day, and that's wearing those scrubs, of course, they're going to advocate and fight for you a little harder. Of course, they're going to be in it with you and understand your plight and your fight more than someone sitting behind a desk. And I think that's one of the huge factors that just makes us different from other people. The other part about it is we were the first to do many things. And though I'm not a braggy person, it's just never really been my MO. 
there are some things that I'm really proud about with this company. We were the first company to do antimicrobial fabric. We were the first company that even thought about antimicrobial fabric. This is way before COVID mm-hmm. to protect our healthcare professionals in that setting. We were the first company to do joggers. We were the first company to do printed pants. We were the first company to do a peplum. We've done, we were the first company to do skinny scrubs. There was no such thing. So there was one type of scrub that existed and we shattered all those molds. And since then, Many companies have done that and many people have copied us and many people have done a moto pant too, but we were the first in the industry to do a lot of those things. And I'm really proud of that. I really am. And people say, oh, aren't you mad when you see people, you know, um, copy your designs? Mm -hmm. And I think just the fact that wearing joggers in a hospital is now considered normal and that was an idea of mine makes me, it, it fills me with glee. So I think we really are trailblazers in a lot of ways. And I want people to know that. I want people, just because the bigger guys out there have the same designs, Mm -hmm. there is some truth to where those designs actually came from and who actually broke the mold. And I do take credit for a lot of that. That's great. I think we're one of the few companies that is really putting our money where our, I guess we're, we're doing what we say. Mm-hmm. We're saying that we're advocating for health care professionals. We are. We have men's. We have women's. We have curve. We have so many different fabrics for so many different body types. We're such an inclusive brand. You know, we've advocated, advocated for the LGBTQIA community. We've advocated for workplace, um, just, just, you know, equalization of pay for women and, um, just so many big ideas. We've we've touched on racism and the BLM movement and um, discrepancies in the health community, healthcare community, and you know um, um, against people of color. We've just really touched on these huge big issues um, and advocate and advocating for the healthcare professional while also delivering a really great product. Well, you, and I'm really proud of that. I, well, one thing we're going to have to work on is the. Um skinny fat man dad bod shape that you're going to have to do because the i have yet to find a piece of clothing that fits my distinct pear-shaped <laughs> olive oil look that i have but um we'll have to work on that but i'm, I'm i got you i can help you with that <laughs> i think i'm gonna need a custom brand really um that's fine you know all, all that is 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 well and good and 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 i applaud that <clears throat> the and there are there are a lot of um there are a lot of companies out there who who are who are doing great things it that won't last unless the product is good right unless you're actually doing things that that generate revenue and make you money and allow you to sustain yourself. I'm curious, how do you, with all these different kind of shapes and brands and things like that, how do you, how do you get these ideas? And are, are you kind of the main person who comes up with, oh, we need something like this? Or, or are you out in the field talking to RNs and other doctors? Or what's the, what's the process like to, to get these different types of, of, of designs? We, we started small and have grown big. Um, I cannot say that I wouldn't give credit to an entire design team that we have that's absolutely amazing about people who are bringing healthcare professionals and doing literal studies and talking to them and having them fill out surveys right and left. And then, yes, me, I um, I oversee and help with design. I wear the scrubs. I get them. I get the testers and say, nope, itchy, nope, 
too high. Nope. It's, I don't like that the pant is, is touching my shoe. Um, I can't bend over. I can't, mm-hmm. I, cause I'm so mobile during the day that I can say, nope, I can't, if I can't reach over and pick up a baby, um, without something hanging out the back, it's a no go. So I think it's a team of people and a really amazing group and a really amazing, um, just sort of company where we've all come together, but it does take a village. And I will tell you with every single top and bottom and jacket and underscrub, there are so many emails and texts and folk mm-hmm. and, and email chains and testing fabrics um, and fit models that go behind that. But we pride ourselves on that. And because of that, so many of our products have really become these sort of cult classics that people can say, wow, I literally can work out in this. I can go straight to the yoga studio after work. I can literally wear these on the weekends and be at the farmer's market and be completely comfortable because the fabrics are breathable. We have tech fabric that um, is, you know, it moves with the body. It's wrinkle resistant. It's sweat proof. It's plus it's antimicrobial. So we've really sort of um, revolutionize the way that uh, scrubs are made, not just the style, but also the fit and the fabric, which I really think is what makes us and puts mm-hmm. us a league above everybody else. Yeah, that's I've awesome. never seen a fabric like ours before. And we have so many different fabrics too. Yeah. We're going to need um, some scrubs that look good with uh, the Jordan ones that we're uh, handing out because those are amazing. And if you could have one that kind of makes my body look like, I don't know, Brad Pitt, maybe at a, a younger Brad Pitt, something like that would be great. <laughs> uh, you add to cart. I got you. Um, I'm asking, actually, I don't have a pair of Jordan ones and I asked for that funny enough for my birthday. It was in a really? couple of weeks. I asked for that from my kids and my husband. So let's see how that goes. Well, you'll have to keep us posted on that because I'm going to be very disappointed if they don't do it. <laughs> um, so aesthetics in particular, so we're obviously our, our, our community is med spas. And I think what's, what's, What's cool about that is obviously with aesthetics, you've got plastic surgery, you've got dermatology, cosmetic dermatology. Um, mostly med spas are, they're, they're more and more, what, what, um, they're physicians who are very much in your, um, your line of work. They're either in emergency medicine, family medicine, whatever it was, and they just kind of broke off and, and got into their own, their own world and their own brand. And they're able to, in, with med spas and medical aesthetics, they're able to build their own brand. But, but it's also a very new um, industry, relatively speaking, and it's, um, and it, but it's also very fast growing. W- what's the, um, what's your thought about getting into aesthetics and what's your, cause you know, obviously it's very, also very, you know, appearances are, are a huge part of it. Everyone is very, very conscious of that. Um, was it, was it always an area you wanted to get into or is this a new, uh, a new, a new side? So if I'm being honest, medical spas were on my vision board about four years ago. Um, so just even having this podcast and jumping into this category has just been a dream of mine. Um, I really actually always pictured Janu as a medical aesthetic company. It just makes perfect sense. We literally have, you know, you looking good and feeling good at the forefront of our business model. Mm -hmm. And, um, we, you know, we, we even have details like you can get your logo, you know, um, put on the scrubs with your name. Um, you can, you can, you can do basically anything. Like I have Dr. Nilo with my like cute little logo on all my white coats and all my scrubs and things like that just make me feel good. 
Um, it's like those little details that I just don't think other brands are really taking in consideration. We, you know, we have like different fonts that you can put on your scrubs. You can have, you know, your days of the week or whatever you want, we can make happen. Um, even our white coats, they're beautifully designed and it almost feels like a trench coat when I put it on. I feel kind of put together. I feel like when I put my scrubs on in my white coat, it brings out this inner sort of not just boss babe in me where I'm like, I can kind of command respect from people, but also I feel beautiful. And I feel like my hard work that I put in at the gym every day um, and my eating healthy and my, the sacrifices that I make when other people are not, I can enjoy the benefits of that. And I imagine that's true for many people in the medical kind of aesthetic community. They're, they are thinking about their, their, you know, appearances in a good way. It's not negative, Um, I spend plenty of time, you know, people always ask, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you look the way you do? Well, guess what? I have help. I have someone that gives me a facial. I have a dermatologist friend that I love that helps me with my skincare routine. I have so many people from the medical aesthetic community that have helped me get to where I am. And it only makes perfect sense that now I can kind of give back to them. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a space that we really, really want to dive more into. And um, frankly, I do, I just think it's kind of a a natural connection. I I feel for, for I think so too. I think it's going to be great. I honestly, I can't wait for folks to to hear this and to, and to see your, your designs. I think it's going to be really cool. What's, I mean, what's, what's next? I mean, are you looking for, you know, world domination, intergalactic, um, you know, expansion or. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I get asked that a lot. Um, and what I always say is this, what I want next is to move mountains. And oh, that's what all. I mean by that is, I want to make the world better um, by spreading knowledge and love, and I want to help people in a grander way. And I, I don't know exactly what that looks like. I'd like to see Janu, um, yes, help help internationally. I'd like to see Janu be able to um, help with the pandemic. I would like to see more hospitals take us seriously and advocate for their healthcare professionals in their community um, and use us as an example to um, teach people how to practice self-care. I'd love to see um, us just be at the forefront of these big conversations and be able to help with change and, and policy change and things that are bigger than us and grander than us that like we've talked about that doesn't have to do with a paycheck, but really has to do with making the world better. I, just um, a couple, you know, a couple small things. You, I, <laughs> I'd like to see a school or a teen health center or a women's health center or a mental health center for healthcare professionals, um, a medical spa. Yeah. All the things are sort of swirling in my head for the future. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's awesome. I think um, it's 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 so important, and we're seeing that. I think we're starting just to, we're at the tip of the iceberg now, where people are going to start thinking about mental. Health. We just with the Olympics, and I'm not sure if you saw uh, what was going on there. Um, and so there's been there's just been there's been a, kind of a focus on it with 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 athletes, and 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 now I think um, it's it's so important um, for us to do that because we've been through so much. And I'm curious, just as we kind of wrap up, what what 
and you've already given us so many lessons. So I, I um, thank you for that. But what do you think? Like, what have you learned um, business wise? There's a lot of you know entrepreneurs. Most of our of our listeners are entrepreneurs. But what have you learned from the last two years um, that 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 has maybe changed the way your your business operates, or or has it just kind of reinforced the way you were already doing it? I think what I've learned is that everybody has a breaking point <clears throat> and yeah, that you good. are not invincible. And mm-hmm. I think for many years I thought I was, I thought that I could do anything. I thought I could push through anything. I thought that I could be sleep deprived and, you know, run the household and be a mom and be an entrepreneur and be a doctor. It would all be fine until it wasn't fine. And I struggled with my own mental health and really had to sort of look within uh-huh and realize that I myself have to practice self-care and to know when to say no um, and deal with some of the things that I saw on the front lines that I really wish I hadn't. And now I want to take that and spread that to other people and say, it's okay to not be okay. And I think, yes, we've always said that as a company and we've always believed that as a company, hence our name and what we've talked about. But this past two years, I couldn't be prouder for what we've actually done. We've actually said, how can we make a difference? Who can we talk to? How can we create policy change? How, how can we advocate for the healthcare professional in a real way, not just with our scrubs and our masks, but with the way that we donate? And uh, we're a really giving company. Uh, we've always been that way. We believe in karma. Our parents raised us that way. So we've focused on giving back. We've focused on just... Um, making the world better and really sort of dealing with our own issues first. And I just think it it makes us more real as a company because both my brother and I had our own mental health struggles over the the last couple of years that frankly, we never really thought we would talk about live. You know, we kind of painted this pretty picture of, Oh, it's great. We're fine. Oh no. The entrepreneur life is great until it wasn't. And Mm -hmm. so now we're out there saying, take care of yourself. It's okay if you're not okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, I can't do that. I, and I don't know how, or to go to your nursing manager or to go to your chief. And if you're a resident and say, I'm struggling and mm-hmm. I don't think I can do another overnight or I'm having thoughts of hurting myself or I don't know if I'm made for this and to have someone say, okay, that's okay. We hear you. We're going to get you a counselor. We're going to potentially put you on meds. We're here to listen and not have that be looked down upon. Cause let me tell you the overall culture in the hospitals is not that mm-hmm. I will tell you it's, mm-hmm. it's, we've had so many physician suicides over COVID and that's a whole nother topic mm-hmm. um, because physicians are being pushed to their max and so are nurses and so are respiratory therapists. And, um, unfortunately there's no one screaming in the corner saying, Hey, what about us? Um, and I'm just hoping that we can be that company for them. I think that's amazing. And I, I, I think, um, physicians are, and and I'm a lawyer as well. And, and, and lawyers are like this too. I, I feel like there's, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is being able to to know when to admit, and, and you're talking about it in the mental health context, which I think is is equally as appropriate, but just in general, like know, to, know when you don't know how to do something, like when you're in over your head, whether it's how you're feeling. And a lot of physicians don't, don't I've noticed over the years, just don't do that. They think they can do it. They think they can do everything. And it's not just them. It's, it's a lot of people, especially when you get into entre- being an entrepreneur, 
it's tough. It's tough to be able to recognize, <clears throat> know what you don't know. Um, and when it comes to mental health, I think that's, that's even, even more important. Um, Absolutely. So I do have, uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I guess specifically for the, the medical aesthetic community, it's that you can actually take care of yourself and make yourself feel better from the inside out and not feel bad about that. Mm -hmm. And I think for many years it was like, oh, nobody talked about Botox. No one talked about fillers. No one talked about peels. It was like something that like celebrities did. And, you know, one, you, you felt like you couldn't afford it or two, you didn't want to talk about it. And I want to, I want to change the rhetoric and the dynamic with that too, to say, actually you taking care of yourself and putting yourself and making yourself a priority is part of mental health. I see it all the time in the hospital where, you know, nurses are dealing with mask knee, for example, that was a huge issue. And I cannot mm -hmm. explain to you how many people struggled with that and how much it affected their self-esteem being in an N95 was for hours on hours. It was not easy. And going back to that this week has not been easy. Um, and so I'd like to kind of, tell the healthcare professional out there, let, let the medical aesthetics community advocate for you and help you. They, I'm sure, and I don't want to speak for you, but I imagine you want to help healthcare professionals that Absolutely. are struggling and feeling self-conscious about their skin or their, their body or their dark circles from staying up too late. And there are so many things and so much information out there. Um, and I'm lucky to have a really great group of friends that help me because they're all doctors but not everybody has access to that. And it doesn't mean that you're rich. You can do it in an affordable way. And it's just something to kind of fill your cup to make you feel better. And that will make you give better service to the next person when you're not hiding behind the things that you're self-conscious about. I agree. Um, that's amazing. I think we're just going to, I'm just going to like take a little video of you and we'll carry it around with us and play it and we'll make us make ourselves feel better. Um, <laughs> I, there's a group of, um, of physicians that's called Dr. Skin Club. And it's this, you know, group of dermatologists that started it and plastic surgeons. And it's purely them giving advice to other physicians. And hmm. you can post pictures and you can, you can awesome. talk about what your nighttime routine is. And I can't tell you how much that helped me over COVID to yeah. say, oh, I, I literally would put pictures on there and say, okay, N95 and 12 hours, this is what happened. They'd say, okay, this is what you need to do. Tegaderm tomorrow, Neosporin, mm -hmm. don't put anything on your face. Um, and those type of things made me feel like I had colleagues and people in my corner. That's awesome. I do want to, um, I, I have to, and I realize I've, I, we touched on this before and I, I, I want to, I want to ask about it because you had mentioned the, um, the photo of the mask, um, that went viral, um, in, in our industry, more than, all, more than a lot of medical industries, uh, marketing is kind of, you know, it's so important. There's so much competition. It's all cash pay. So there's, um, you know, people aren't coming in because they broke their arm. It's a, there's a choice they make and price is a consideration. The, 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 the mask, uh, photo, um, of, of Barack Obama, president Barack Obama was, which, which I, which went viral. I, I would love to, how did that just, can you talk about how that happened and what was the story behind that? Cause I think, you know, the, it's moments like those that, you know, that, that help. but I mean, obviously you got there for a reason and there, you know, it's, there was a reason he was wearing that. So I'm curious what's, what's the, the story behind that. The mask story is pretty fantastic. Um, when COVID hit, my brother called me um, right away and said, what can we do? 
I, I feel um, scared and and worried, and you're working, and I, I and everybody else was home. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just the strangest thing where you and your husband are going in, and everyone yeah. else is home. And how can we help each other? And how can we help the healthcare professional? He actually thought the idea of masks, and he actually because we had supply chain overseas they actually weren't closed down or at least mm-hmm. they weren't completely closed down because as you remember, they had sort of hit their wave before we had. Mm-hmm. And he reached out and said, can we make masks? He literally thought, okay, we'll make masks and we'll, we'll include one with every pair of scrubs that people buy for free. We won't make any money off it. And maybe it will just help decrease spread. Um, we thought about ordering, you know, thousands and we said, we'll just have thousands and we'll, we'll make it a gift with purchase, Mm -hmm. um, just to decrease COVID spread. We launched our site, um, with masks and actually basically crashed our site. It was that popular, um, because there was just such a need for it. And it happens to be a really flipping good masks. It's, it's lined with antimicrobial material and a mesh that's very breathable. It is antimicrobial. You can wash it 50 times um, and it's really comfortable behind the ear. So we basically went viral very quickly with our masks and um, decided to do a give back campaign. Um, and we, after just about a week of selling the masks, um, we committed to donating a million masks we have seen our masks everywhere. I mean, yeah. from the military to kindergarten classes, um, we've been lucky enough to donate to um, some amazing causes in LA and and elsewhere, like baby to baby, um, even homeless shelters. So um, we just got really lucky. Um, the masks tended to be very popular on Capitol Hill, if you can imagine. Um, and that's very likely the way that it, it mm-hmm. made its way to President Barack Obama. Like I said, that was probably one of the best moments of my life. We didn't know. We that's, weren't given a heads up. We just saw it and screamed for joy. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to ask that. Like if you if this was something where you had a connection to him and a, he just it just happened. It happened so wow. sort of naturally. And, um, you know, we had had a lot of people on Capitol Hill wearing them. Um, and we even kind of joked about it, but we didn't think it was actually going to happen. And one of the things with the masks is they went viral by word of mouth. They mm-hmm. really did. We just happened to get very lucky that they're great masks, but they sell and they still do well today because people have said, this is a great mask. This is a great company. Look at them. They're doing really good things as well. And it just happens to be, you know, design and fit and comfort that really helps. And it's kind of like how we started this conversation. We are good people. We want to do good for the world. We're really believe in, in karma and we stand behind a really amazing product. And I think that it's that, it's that kind of duo that has really driven our success. And I'm hoping that that is going to be the case for the future. We've got a lot more products coming out. We're delving into areas that we've never del- like delved in before, trying to put ourselves out there and figure out how to you know grow and expand just like you guys are, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and how to continue to, go- to kind of grow the company, but still be true to ourselves. Yeah. For can, sure. can you give us any sneak peeks? What, what's uh, not yet, but okay. you know, if you have me back, I might be able to have I, some products with me. I <laughs> would love to. I um, no, this has been great. Thank you so much for. I know you're you're super busy um, for taking the time to, to to talk to us. And you know, you've you've mentioned luck a lot of times, and I you know I believe in luck too. I mean, it, it happens, but I mean, I also think you know 
you're you're out doing things for the right reason, and that it tends to create opportunity. So um, I don't think it's, it's quite as much luck as maybe you think it is. It just uh, <laughs> well, this, this is you. what happens. I've heard that before. My my mom and dad they came here and you know in you know when they were babies and. Um, people ask them all the time, how did you do that? And how do you raise such successful kids? And you didn't come from, you know, money and, and to, you know, raise the kids the way you had. And my mom always says it was a whole lot of love and a whole lot of luck. And, you know, so I've just always sort of believe that, that, you know, with a a whole lot of love probably comes a little bit of luck too, you know, the love part first and then the luck comes second. That's awesome. Um, thanks so much. Again, I really appreciate it. And um, where can folks find if they want to, you know, obviously, you've got a website. Um, uh, let us know what that is, your Instagram, whatever it is, people can find you because I know you're gonna get a lot of interest in this. Absolutely. So my uh, personal Instagram is at Dr. Neela, and it's spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-N-E-E-L-A. And then our Janu Instagram handle is at Janu by Dr. Neela. And that's J-A-A-N-U-U by doctor, but not spelled out D-R-N-E-E-L-A. And our website is com. J-A-A-N-U-U.com. We built a couple really neat features just in the past couple months where you can put outfits together. You can mix and match. You can actually build a scrub set and build a wardrobe on there. Um, and we're launching a bunch of new colors. And like I said, we have a, a bunch of new products coming um, that I think are pretty revolutionary that are going to allow you to move um, and sweat and, you know, not look like you've moved or sweat, you know. <laughs> so I think um, folks are going to be really excited for kind of where the company's heading for sure. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. I'm looking for something that I can sleep in, wake up in, go to work, come back, work out and just never have to change. That is that is <laughs> us, literally. Um I cannot tell you how many times I have fallen asleep and woken up in my scrubs. And my husband even laughs that I'm in the scrubs on the weekend when I'm not working. I'm like, but they're comfy. (laughs) That's the point. Um, All right. This is awesome. Well, I can't wait to see more. And I know we're going to see a lot of you. And I I mean, we're excited to to, to see the product. And I'm excited for our industry to see it and to get more into it. So I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Good luck with everything. And you guys stay safe out there. You too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Dr. Neela, Chief Medical Officer of Janu. If you are new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get MSpa content delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.